This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. We must guard against the military-industrial conflict. Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events. From somewhere in the desert, between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Fairy Tales. Because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty! The only thing we have to fear is fear itself! Sooner or later, though. You always have to wake up. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, please make yourself at home. I want to thank all our members for your loyalty and support. You are the ones who make Veritas possible. Tonight's special guest is David Sarita, a veteran of this program. We will discuss quantum communication and the hidden powers of crystals. We'll also discuss his communication and the messages he had from off-world entities from the Pleiades using his device. Some of the information you will be exposed to tonight, David has not been able to convey before. We have heard how in more than one occasion, the satellite feed has been disconnected while he had been participating at interviews on Coast to Coast AM. Could it be that the biggest conspiracy of all time is the truth about our own potential and how this knowledge has been kept hidden from us? David Sarita will be with us shortly. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, become a Veritas member. It's very simple. Just go to our website, veritasradio.com, and click on the subscribe button. In just seconds after you subscribe, you will receive your login and will have access to hundreds of hours that will turn into a huge mental download that will transform the way you see things. It will change your paradigm. That's not me talking. Go to the comment section of our website and read what others are saying. Don't wait any longer for the full story. Subscribe today. 
and visit the Veritas store where you can purchase our futuristic metal-cased 8GB USB drives with Seasons 1 or 2 with bonus material. And you can also purchase MMS directly from us. The winter is coming, and you know what that means. MMS is like an insurance policy. It's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Don't get caught off guard. Go to the Veritas store and find out. You'd be glad you did. I can't believe we're already in November. Almost three years on the air. As I mentioned last week, by popular demand, we will be conducting another Inside Veritas this year. The program will air on December 23rd. It's a good time for me to connect with you on a one-on-one basis. This year, I may do it a little differently. I want it to be even more intimate. As always, you can ask me anything. What's different this year? You'll be able to record your question and send it to me via audio. If the audio is clear enough, I'll play the question on the air. I understand some of you may not want to go this route. That's fine. You send your written question as usual. But I think adding this new feature will make it even more personal. For more information, go to the member section and click on the Inside Veritas 2011 link. I'm excited to do this once again, especially with more of your involvement. And I also want to share with you another personal story. Check this out. I should have included it with last week's show, but it's more appropriate with this week's program and the topic we're discussing instead. A couple of Saturdays ago, as my wife and daughter were returning home from a nice dinner, I noticed some strange lights in our front yard. I stopped the car, and my wife asked me what I was looking at. I said, have you ever seen those lights in our front yard? There were two lights, a white one and a blue one. She looked at me to see what my reaction was going to be. I remained calm. I opened the garage door, and as my wife is getting our daughter out of her car seat, I ran toward the front yard, only to come to a screeching halt when I noticed that behind the lights, there was also a blinking red light and what looked like an antenna. I ran back to the car and yelled, get in the car now and don't ask me any questions. I started the car and drove away about 500 meters. It was a moonless night, so not even with our car headlights, we could see the the device, whatever it was. I didn't want to be close to it. Now my wife is becoming nervous because of how I reacted. She said, is there something you're not telling me? Is this because of your show? I told her, I will call the police. I got out of the car so that our daughter didn't listen. Now I know what it feels like when someone calls the authorities to report a UFO or something similar. I gathered my thoughts as I didn't want to sound mentally challenged. The dispatcher answered and I said, this is probably the strangest call you will receive all night. My family and I just came home and found strange lights in the front yard, and we've never seen them before. I saw a blinking red light in the back and what looked like an antenna. It may be nothing to worry about, but I would prefer it if a police officer can come and take a look at it. A patrol car arrived a couple of minutes later, and three police officers got out of the car. They got back in the car and drove toward our car. We parked about 200 meters away. One of the officers was smiling and said, Boss, 
you got yourself a remote control helicopter. He was ready to leave, and I said, hold on, don't leave yet, let's take a look at it together. I didn't want to tell him about Veritas and why maybe I was a bit suspicious. We approached the object, and it was indeed a remote control helicopter on its side. Apparently, it crashed against our trees. We couldn't find out how to turn off the lights, but we finally did. They left, and I grabbed the helicopter and started walking toward our car. My wife locked the doors, and she said she didn't want it inside the car or inside the house. After some negotiating, I was able to get inside the house with the helicopter. I couldn't find anything suspicious with it, although I'm not an expert. And uh, the way it crashed, it positioned its lights to shine directly toward the street. Really bright. I put an announcement the next morning at our general mailbox asking if someone had lost a helicopter and my phone number, and so far no one has claimed it. Actually, the paper is gone. Perhaps the wind blew it away. Some of you already know about this story when I wrote it just a few minutes after the incident happened. I included it at our forum with pictures. Take a look at the pictures of the lights and the culprit, the helicopter. It's not a cheap helicopter either. I just had to share the story with you. It's always better to be cautious. You never know what you're up against. Remaining calm but cautious is part of living in the Veritas world. And if you need to get in touch with me, just go to VeritasRadio.com and click on the contact button. And also, join me on Facebook, where I post news on a daily basis. Do you know how communication really works from the quantum level and how this is connected to the universal laws of attraction? How do we create an intelligent dialogue with the creative force of the universe to allow us to experience a quantum leap in our own intelligence? Do you know the secrets crystals hold? Did you know that the greatest conspiracy of all time is the power to keep you from knowing the truth? For this... The communication and messages received from the Pleiades, and much more, as you've never heard him before. David Sarita is coming up next. This is Mel Fabregas, and you're listening to Veritas. Don't go anywhere. This is Andy Goss, and you're listening to Veritas Radio. David Sarita's first aspiration in life was to become an astronaut. In 1968, David and a friend witnessed a UFO along with hundreds of other witnesses. After this experience, David grew up as a UFO enthusiast, never living in doubt of the phenomena that has swept the world since the Roswell incident in 1947. 
His interest in space, religion, philosophy, astronomy, and science led him in his career in related fields. He has worked deeply in high technology, on environmental and humanitarian issues, and as a professional photographer for over 20 years. He has studied world religion, science, physics, and paranormal psychology for over 25 years. And directly from Sedona, Arizona, a very special place I recently visited and deemed it one of the most beautiful locations on planet Earth. I would like to welcome scientist, filmmaker, and mystic ecologist, David Sarita. Hello, David, and welcome back to Veritas. How are you? Very good. It's good to be with you again, Mel. It's been a while. I'm glad to have you back. It's been a couple of years, almost three years, actually, but I get to see you at least once a year. We bump into each other at the various conferences that we attend. Yes. So, a few weeks ago, you and I spoke because of Quantum Communication, a new DVD that uh, you basically started recently. Let's first define the term quantum communication. Well, we know, you know, like you can talk vocally and your the sound waves from your voice or from an animal from nature will travel roughly 700 miles an hour at sea level. And we know that, you know, since the advent of radio, when Tesla invented radio, In 1893, at the Chicago World's Fair, he demonstrated the first radio transmission. And, you know, you could tag the human voice on a radio wave and send it out at the speed of light and reassemble it with some magnets and some speakers, and you could hear, once again, sound waves traveling at 700 miles an hour. So you could circumvent the speed of light with, you know, the human voice. But in quantum communication, there were physicists, many, many physicists um, involved in in quantum theory from Max Planck, really the father of quantum mechanics. Right. Einstein really didn't agree with a lot of the philosophies in the beginning. Um, but what's amazing is all of these physicists, and I'm just learning this recently because I'm studying the old solid-state physics masters, and that solid-state means the study of crystal, crystallography, and metals and materials. And they were more obsessed with crystals and materials than they were with understanding conventional physics what we, when we think of the word physics today and be, out of out of solid state research came modern electronics and radio systems and and telecommunication systems in fact it was because of crystals that it was all possible in in quantum systems there seemed to be violations of the speed of light limit everywhere. There were, you know, signals coming from um, subatomic particles that were traveling way, way faster than the speed of light. And so this whole area started to open up and all of these undefined, unanswered areas started appearing in the minds of, of the great quantum physicists and physicists who were studying uh, metallurgy and crystals. And that includes Einstein, Paul Dirac, many Heisenberg, many well-known physicists, but then there are dozens and dozens of names that today no one's ever heard of who were studying in this area. Mm-hmm. And every time they studied a new material, and they were they used, you know, with the invention of X-rays, they were diffracting, reflecting X-rays off of the geometries, otherwise known as crystal lattices, of every material on the periodic table, from things like quartz or crystal silica to iron and steel and and bismuth and all sorts of strange metals. 
And the physicists were more interested in just quantifying everything so they could put everything in math formulas so they could say, we can use math to explain everything that's happening. And what I love about this area of physics is every time they studied a new material, something would happen that messed up all the math. And things like, for example, when, when signals were traveling faster than the speed of light, I mean, it was impossible. It would happen with certain materials and not others. It would happen in certain crystal lattices and not others. And the, these scientists, including Einstein, were so baffled that it became their, their passion to try to quantify in math formulas why these functions were happening and what was causing them. And, and what interested me the most about it is that when I, the more I studied, like, for example, when you get into the birth of radio, for example, you, you look at, okay, Tesla invented the first radio in 1893, but then his lab assistant Marconi steals, Marconi, Italian, yes. steals the, the patent out of Tesla's drawer, and he goes and builds the first transmission in, across the Atlantic, and then he gets all the credit for radio. Chicago, I'm sorry, the U.S. Supreme Court rules June 21, 1943, that Tesla, Sir Oliver Lodge, and Stone are the true fathers of radio. Because radio eventually goes to, we start using um, radio tubes. Remember the old? Oh, yeah. Um, the old tube. I tube love bank to look at amplifiers. them. And we used the tubes as amplifiers to amplify both the current and the signal because you couldn't get a transmission from the first radios to go very far and very clear. In fact, when Marconi broadcast across the Atlantic, it was a very, very faint, very weak message. So what starts to happen is all these crystallographers are studying the powers, you know, the hidden powers of crystals because they know inside of them you can amplify the energy of a radio transmission so much that you won't even need these big, heavy, bulky radio tubes anymore that kept overheating and blowing up. And it's here that the answer to both why in quantum communication signals and messages can travel many times faster than the speed of light, which is an enormous, enormous area of interest for me in, in talking to uh, distant star systems, but also... Um, you know, why biological living systems, human beings, had a mechanism inside of them as well as plants and, and microbial life to communicate faster than light. And when the problem arose in, the, in Bell Labs, in, in, in uh, you know, Alexander Graham Bell is the father of the telephone. He's a Canadian scientist. And Bell Labs becomes a well-established American company. In, in upstate, I think, believe it was in New York, where Bell Labs was situated. And they were spending a lot of money on these master crystallographers who were studying solid-state materials and the hidden properties of this material versus that material. And they started to find that crystals had these free electrons, and electrons are the carriers of the electric current. They're the little, just like water drops going down a river, hitting a paddle and turning a wheel, Electrons flow through a copper wire and make your blender spin or make your light bulb go or your computer right. run. Now, they started to notice that crystals had a lot of free electrons on the surface. And then they found that 
they were, there must be a way to grab those free electrons off the surface of the crystal and use crystals as amplifiers. And William Shockley, John Bardeen, and Will Bratton were the three... Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe. You want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.